to a new episode of the Book Bugs podcast. In this pod, in this podcast, the bugs and mom read a book on our own and come together to discuss it. We're your hosts, Sophia, Lena, and Morgan. This week, we are talking about a very, our very first graphic novel, El Defo by C.C. Bell. And since this is our first graphic novel, we brought in an expert, Tyler Rennie. He and our producer, Brandon, make up make up the dynamic du- duo of the Film Foil podcast. <laughs> Welcome, Tyler. Well, thank you for having me, girls. I'm happy to be here talking about uh, one of my favorite things, which is comics. All right. So, starting at a new school is scary, even more so with a giant hearing aid strapped to your chest. At her old school, everyone in Cece's class was deaf. Here she's different. She's sure that the kids are staring at the phonic ear, the powerful aid that will help her hear her teacher. Too bad it also seems certain to repel potential friends. Then Cece makes a startling discovery. With the phonic ear, she can hear her teacher, not just in the classroom, but anywhere her teacher is in the school, in the hallway, in the teacher's lounge, in the bathroom. This is power, maybe even superpower. Cece is on her way to becoming El Defo, listener for all. But the funny thing about being a superhero is that it's just another way of feeling different and lonely. Can Cece channel her powers into finding the thing she wants most, a true friend? Sophie, do you want to start us off today? Once you're done taking a drink? (laughs) (laughs) Now, Sophie, you read about half of the book. You didn't make it all the way through. Yeah. But this is your first chapter book discussion that you've been a part of. Okay. Okay, so (laughs) why don't you tell us what you thought of the first half of the book? Well, it was good, mm-hmm. but the funniest thing is that she can hear her teacher going to the bathroom <laughs> and unzip her pants. Yes, she could. Super weird. Yeah. Would you like that? Nope. I wouldn't either. <laughs> I had a lot of moments where I was like, I would not enjoy hearing this as much as she is. You can check it if you want. <laughs> Tyler, would, would you enjoy listening to your teacher go to the bathroom? I don't think so, but I, I no, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. No, no, no. Um, uh, and as a quasi-teacher, I uh, guess I could say, yeah. uh, I I teach these girls here in theater, at, or I will, Sophie, soon enough. But I have yeah. summer. That's right. But I uh, at the theater that I work at, I work with kids, and I definitely would not want them to hear me using the restroom. No, no. Definitely not. Definitely but not. But I can see how um, the character of Cece in this book would see that as a superpower or at least something that it kind of lets you in on in on a world that you would never have the idea of otherwise kind of listening into what the teachers are doing in the uh, break room sure um, and just doing stuff that's just a little outside of the normal or what they're they're allowed to do well and something too now that you mentioned that is maybe since she has such you know she's almost profoundly deaf is it just nice to hear anything? Yeah, probably so. Even if it is someone going to the bathroom. What do you Yuck. guys think? Yeah? Is I don't know what you were saying. I was looking at light. <laughs> <laughs> you crazy. All right, so what else did you observe? Can uh, I say something? Of course. So there's one page where her friend is, like, asking her, um, like, does she want something to drink? Mm-hmm. And... So it's cherry pop, but she she, she hears like Jerry's mop. <laughs> There's orange juice, and um, she thinks it's shoes. <laughs> and then there's like Coke, but she hears goat. <laughs> and then she says, I'll have the goat. And her <laughs> yeah. friend's just like, huh? Yeah. 
Goat milk. Goat milk. Mm, <laughs> I've never tried it, but I don't think I want to. Um, that was one of the interesting things about Cece is that, like you mentioned, Morgan, that she is profoundly deaf mm-hmm. and she wears these uh, different hearing aids. But when she wears uh, just her regular everyday um, hearing aids, not with the microphone that the teachers yep. wear. The behind the ear. Yeah, that she uh, not only has to uh, listen to them, but she has to lip read as well. Yeah, that was super interesting watching all the struggles she had with lip reading and things that as a hearing person would never even occur to me that I needed to watch out for for someone that couldn't hear well. Yeah. And I have a student actually that wears um, um, hearing aids and the teacher has a wearable microphone um, in the classroom that she's in. So I think I'm going to be a little bit more conscientious when I talk to her. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I found for uh, like one of her friends in the book, Laura. Is, is it Laura? Yeah, Laura. Um, she is fishing out on Cece because she's a fish. And that's the part I don't get. It's like weird that she's a fish. Do you think Cece was using her imagination? Or, yeah, she was using her imagination. Yeah. And she was imagining that she was a fish? Yeah, but I don't. Because she was like trying to catch a friend, wasn't it's she? It's weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because she, she, her friend is saying like, like stuff about like. It says, like, hey, let's A, walk to the 7-Eleven, B, go swimming, C, make milkshakes, um, and D, sing some songs. And, like, the wor- the little worm says, I'm the word of good, the worm of good times. And so she says, those all sound fun. I'll bite. But she, she gets it. And, okay, now we can do A, B, C, or D, but my way, right? And she's like, well, how do I get out of this? Because mm. that was another thing about the story is that uh, I was really impressed by it that I learned a lot about um, deafness and mm-hmm. also kind of the different ways that um, people with that navigate the world. I'm sure it's a little different today because this did take place, I think, you know, in the 60s or 70s. I would guess this, uh, based on a couple of context clues we can talk about later. Yeah. Um, I can show you something really fast. But it was even more interesting, or or what I liked even more about this book, is that it was really about friendship Mm -hmm. and about confidence and about uh, accepting yourself and being confident in yourself and speaking up, too. Speaking up was a huge one for Cece. She struggled with that so badly. And that was the thing that you were talking about, Lena, that she had this one friend that was really bossy that wanted to be her friend but always wanted to do stuff her way. And that was something she had a trouble. She had trouble with yeah. was um, saying, "Hey, stop pushing me around like yes. that." Yep. I think. Have we all had a friend like that before? Uh, yes. Yeah. Sophie, have you have a friend like that that likes to be the boss all the time? Maybe. Are you the friend that's the boss all the time? No. I worry about that sometimes with myself. I the, do too. I, as, as I was reading this book, I was like, oh boy, I need to be a little more conscious of that. Uh-huh. Um, just making sure that, I don't know, that you're not being like, hey, let's do something fun, but only if it's my thing. Yes. That that is something to be aware of, that this mm-hmm. book for young readers, it can really uh, be something good for adults to read too. I know. I've actually been working on that in the last few months as really kind of taking a step back and being less of a boss. And more of a, a compromiser. Yeah. And Has your mom been less of a boss lately? Maybe, maybe not. With <laughs> maybe. Let's say with my friends. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> I've been doing more things outside of my comfort zone and trying some different things. And it's been really fun. 
Um, but yeah, that's the struggle for me is to give up that control. So I think, I think that's a good thing for a couple of us in this room. Definitely. <laughs> what? <laughs> to think about is sometimes giving up the control and letting somebody else be the boss. I know. She's giving me the sad no. puppy face. I will never. You'll never? Nope. Um, what did we think of her other friend that spoke slowly and exaggerated? Ugh, I hated her. <sighs> I don't like her. She was weird. Sophie said, Sophie's off spinning in the kitchen. <laughs> we need to get her like a lapel mic or something. How, so do she we, can just go Can we go do that, wherever. Brandon? Just... We like, could. I'd have to figure out how she would not get rocked around the cable. <laughs> <laughs> I can't figure out um, why they would put something on page 126. Hmm? What do you mean? Lena thinks page 126 should always be completely blank. That's oh. her philosophy on books, I think. But Here. what is happening? What am I looking <laughs> Just at? Just read through it. Uh, oh, the joke. Oh, yes, there was a joke. And I did write that down. Um, that I, I think that was a new one for me. Yeah, yeah. We I had mean, a lot of dumb things. Like I know the iCup ones. iCup <laughs> or I live on a pirate ship. Oh, I never had that one. Oh, hold, hold your tongue and say I live on a pirate ship. Should I do it on air? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I live on a pirate ship. I live on a pirate ship. <laughs> he got it. <laughs> so this is you look down your shirt and spell attic. Oh, Lena got it. <laughs> Lena just got it. <laughs> you know how you just, you just so, shout attic down your shirt. So, That's the new exercise. So, so, <laughs> <laughs> Sophie's just yelling the word attic down her sweatshirt. <laughs> That's going to be a new one of our pre show warm ups. How about that, Lena? No. Attic. No. <laughs> Lena says no. Lena's not your boss. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I can do whatever I want. Lena. Yeah, Lena. No. <laughs> Give up the control, Lena. No. Uh huh. I'm I'm the boss. So, Lena, you on your previous episode that I listened to, you mentioned that this is your favorite book or one of your favorite books at least. Yeah. Um, could you tell me why? Mm. Well, last year I had like read it during reading classics, and I just I really like the book mm -hmm. i thought it was like a really nice book and kind of like it says on the bottom what does it say there um it's everything you could want in a book yeah and brandon stole it from me as i was reading funny it, and touching and oh so smart did it feel like that to you so do you read a lot of comics or graphic novels or just this one uh not a lot because i don't have a lot <laughs> But I like to read, like, the Babysitter's Club graphic novels mm -hmm. that are coming out. Yep. And there are some others that I like to read. Raina Telgemeier. I yes. love Lena's her. Lena's a big fan of Raina so Telgemeier. So you like Smile and Sisters. Have you read Guts yet? That's the newest It's at one. home. It's at home? You haven't read it yet, though? <laughs> no, I got it. I got it at the book fair. And I, so, well, I had mine first, so I got my book. And while Soph was at her conference... I read to about right here in my book. Ooh, almost through, almost the, through whole the whole thing. thing. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I haven't read Guts yet either, but I have uh, Smile and Sisters too. Yep, and she just read Drama. And Ooh, that's I've, a good I've one. already read Ghosts. I haven't read Ghosts either. And then all I really need is the Share Your Smile one. Mm, 
What's yeah. that one? It's like a diary thing. Oh, that's cool. So you get to kind of make your own. That's cool. Yeah. Lena's, she's read all of those graphic novels that we have mm-hmm. at school. Yes. Um, and this was going to be my first graphic novel, but then Lena brought drama home and uh. I read uh, half of it, I yeah. think, no. before you took it at three fourths. You only read to like... 85. Oh, oh, I only read there's 85. Only, there's How like dare I? 215 pages. Well, I, okay. I have that one in my personal library, so I can learn it sometime okay, if you perfect. need it. Perfect. <laughs> because I was really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Um, I never read graphic novels until now. Yeah, I've been reading comic books, <laughs> it seems like, my whole life. Yeah. Um, either, I think I started reading with like uh, Calvin and Hobbes strips mm-hmm. uh, that I got from the Scholastic uh, book, where you, the book orders. Book orders. We love s- book orders. You guys still get those? Yeah. Yeah, so I ordered the Calvin and Hobbes, so I started reading comic strips. That one's actually in one of the books. Yeah, you should get it. Calvin and Hobbes is really good. Um, and then I moved on to just comic books, and now mm-hmm. I, now I have like five full bookshelves full of graphic novels and comics. That I got to help you move. That's right. Thank you. You and Brandon. <laughs> Who this did? This is most of my moving team here in this one room. To be fair, you are also part of my moving team. So. That's true. <laughs> I'm very excited right now. Um, you know, I'm thinking I did get a comic book as a gift. My grandmother and her husband went to Germany when I was probably about Sophie's age, maybe a little bit older, and they uh-huh. brought me back a German Donald Duck comic. Oh, cool. It was cool, but I didn't read German. Of so course, So yes. I just looked at the pictures. That was probably cool. That's one of the cool things about comics, though, is that I know a lot of people do use them to help them learn to read. Yes. Whether they are uh, smaller children or adults trying to learn another language. Yes. Because they're really easy to get context clues from because you can look at the pictures. That is a great and, idea. Uh, I still haven't all read all of the, the Babysitter's Club one, but I we were at Walmart one time and I saw Boy Crazy. Boy Crazy Stacy. I that's like the one I haven't read. I yet. can't get her to read the actual Babysitters Club books. No. <laughs> she will only read them in graphic I novel like form. Graphic novel. Yeah, but I so own cool. they're so all much of better. <laughs> all of them. My foot, they're better. You don't have the Babysitters Club mysteries. You don't have the uh the other stuff. So meh. I really did like how this book specifically kind of used the comic book form to do stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that there was stuff they did in this one that you wouldn't be able to do in just a regular book. Oh, Speaking yeah. Of. Tell me more about that. Um, so I really liked how they used the dialogue um, b- balloons, mm-hmm. um, that they used uh, different things to show uh, whether it was going through the phonic ear mm-hmm. or if she wasn't hearing as well, that the the color of the font would fade out. I really enjoyed that. Or if it was louder, it got bigger. Um, or there were also sometimes just completely empty dialogue balloons mm-hmm. when she couldn't hear anything. That was good. Um one of the other cool things about this is it uses a very simple like six panel grid, which is really common uh, for especially young reader comics. Um, you'll see a lot of like superhero comics that don't use a lot of panels or they're very creative, but this mm-hmm. one is an easy to read six panel grid. Yeah. Well, if you look at most pages, they all have six panels on them. They'll break that format sometimes. Hey, I didn't even depending. notice. See, and this is my issue with graphic novels, and it's just me as a person. I'm not a details person. Mm. So looking at graphic novels, like I just, I see that they're great and it was an interesting read, but I just don't think it's the format for me because I, I don't like to look at the small details. I know it's sometimes people that are used to reading a lot um, mm-hmm. that they do, they like to skip over the pictures a little I bit. I do. That they just read straight through it. I, uh, I didn't. My, I ba- I forced myself mm-hmm. to slow down through it. but yeah. My favorite hard. part is looking at the pictures. What I like to do is... 
I like to look at the page and figure out what they're saying so I can like read it in my mind and look at the pictures while I'm like reading through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's de- it's definitely a different thing than just reading a book. It definitely. has its own kind of rules and kind of cadence to reading mm-hmm. through it. So it is something you kind of have to train yourself to do. Definitely. And, if yeah. I, I, I'm sure I'll read more because, you know, it's this uh, quickly growing genre. Yeah. In kids' books. Oh, sure. And I'm sure I'll read more, and I just have to get into the habit of it. But I, I'm not sure it'll ever be my favorite. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's understandable. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did really enjoy when she was daydreaming, how they had the um, cl- like clouds around yeah, the panels. Yeah, it had like the, uh, the, thought, the, thought the thought bubble, bubble. behind mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So just to indicate that she was dreaming. Mm-hmm. And it I, was even colored a little bit differently. It was. It was kind of greenish. And it had the screen tones like mm-hmm. it would be printed in like an old uh, you know 50s 60s comic yep to make it look a little more quote-unquote superhero-y like yeah, i really liked it yeah. yeah that was good for me to differentiate between what was real and what wasn't real yeah yeah i really enjoyed that i thought this was just a great representation of what it's like to be in elementary school oh uh, i mean yeah. it's been a long time since both me and morgan <laughs> were in elementary school what i was there on friday <laughs> well okay <laughs> As a student. As a time. <laughs> yeah, um, no, you're right. It has been a long time. But it really just kind of took me back and reminded me of just the way that kids behave and the way that they kind of see the world mm-hmm. and the things that they worry about that adults uh, worry about either not at all or in a totally different way. Yes. I'll yes. never For get me, out of elementary school. <laughs> For me and Sophie, it has been about like one and a half days until... Since we've been in elementary. Did you feel like this book really showed what it was like to be like in fifth grade or in second grade? It only got to fourth grade to me. Mm. Well, she does go to fifth grade. Not really. Not really. I feel like it was just kind of based on more like she's trying to get her friends back instead of like actually showing a lot of the class. Well, that makes sense. It shows some of the class, but I feel like a lot of the story was outside the class and what's going on outside of school. Well, and Tyler, correct me if I'm wrong, a lot of my memories I have from elementary school are not class-based. They are friendship-based. Yeah, so that's kind of what I was getting at, just the relationships between friends. Have you Mm -hmm. experienced anything kind of like Cece did in this one? Troubles with friends, troubles keeping friends, troubles making friends. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. It's Not the making friends. Yeah, you make friends easily, but you know it's hard mm-hmm. to maintain relationships when you you know when you're in your thirties, twenties. Yeah. At any age, friendship is hard. Mm-hmm. Ten, ten. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes it's easier, and sometimes it is less easy. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're kind of going through a tough friendship time right now. Yes. Yeah, that's okay. It won't last forever. Um, I loved all of the um the context clues that showed us what era we were in the afros the teacher oh, yeah. smoking in the yeah. teacher's lounge yeah. oh man the first time the i beatles. the beatles references the first time i saw a cigarette in the yeah. in the story was was very surprising mm-hmm. because a lot of that is censored out in kids books mm-hmm. most of the time you don't I guess I'm the not sure I've time, ever seen somebody smoke in a kid's book. The yeah, only I time I saw a smoke was a cigarette. It was from Cece's older sister, Sarah. Sarah she was, was smoking. smoking. Mm. No, she wasn't. When? I think she was at a point because she even says, I'm not going to tell mom or something. Yeah, or don't, tell, don't mom. tell mom. I remember mm-hmm. that. Yep. 
But yeah, a lot of you really don't see that today. And actually, there is something right now that even in just regular Marvel comics, mm-hmm. that they have kind of a rule where they don't show anyone smoking. And that's yeah. for, you know, that's for teens and teen plus readers, yeah. um, which you can take that one way or the other. Yeah, I guess. Oh, I see it. <clears throat> I don't see this like making kids want to smoke. I see no. it see, the, stating a fact is this is CeCe's memory. This is what actually happened. And I really appreciate that about the book that it, really, it. it doesn't gloss yeah, over Sarah's those smoking. things like that. Yep. It says not so there for, for me are my older siblings, Ashley and Sarah. They're often busy doing mysterious older kids things. Want to play? Huh? Uh, not really. Do you want to play? Uh, no. Don't you dare tell mom. Because she was smoking. Yep. Because they don't gloss over that stuff that the adults do, or even just that joke you guys were talking about earlier, that they still include that little... Because we all did stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Yeah, that's what made it feel more relatable. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I completely agree. And lots of sleepovers. I went on so many sleepovers. I've been on like... One. Yeah. I haven't even had one. Yep. Yeah, you're too I have a young. rule. They can't go sleepovers till they're nine. <laughs> well, because I remember going to friends' houses when I was really little, and then it'd be like 10 o'clock at night, I'd be call my mom. Yeah, I, I want to really, go home. I was really scared to do sleepovers when I was younger Where until you? I finally finally did them. Yeah. Um. Oh, I loved, at one point, one of um, Cece's friends had a Monty Python record. Oh, uh-huh. that's right. I was so yeah. excited. I love Monty Python. Which, again, kind of shows you the time the, period, the, too. Uh, the arrow that we're in. Yep. Yes. I'm going to keep looking um, for that part. Did she wear pants? She did wear pants to school. So then I would guess it's after... Because her friend... Late 60s, early 70s. Because her friend was into the Beatles, yeah. the boy that she liked. But mm-hmm. then at the end, he was into Van Halen. Right. So it's a, I would say, yeah, probably 70s. 70s. In there. I know it says know it somewhere. My mom talks a lot about when she was in kindergarten, they still, girls had to wear skirts to school. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I, we're, at, we're past that point, And that would have mm-hmm. been late 60s, early 70s. Yeah. But I don't really remember... Where Wish they would have had is. him go to a movie. That would have told me exactly what That would have been it. <laughs> Tyler would know everything then. Um, well, I had a question about Cece and her glasses. Because she runs into a tree branch, relatable, and pokes herself <laughs> into the eye. Yeah, that was kind of scary. That was scary. Um, but I thought, has she always needed glasses? Or at least, like, she kind of developed the need for it around the same time, mm-hmm. would be my guess. Because she always struggled with, I, I, in my opinion, she struggled with lip reading. Oh, yeah, that's true. And mm-hmm. so um, I'm wondering if, because it became a lot easier for her to lip read once she got the glasses, did she always need the glasses? Well, I remember that in my life, yeah. too, that I got glasses when I was in third grade. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I finally did get my glasses, walking outside for the first time, just like Cece said in mm-hmm. the book. And you're like, wow, I can see leaves on trees. You are that's the, like literally the third person that I know with that exact story. Yeah. Or like I think that's just leaves the on thing. trees, bricks on walls. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Um, I know Sophia has glasses and she was coping fine without them. We didn't know she needed them until I noticed in a video that she was squinting one eye mm-hmm. as she was trying to read. Um, and you know, she goes to regular screenings. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think that in this time period, they probably didn't regularly screen kids for their vision needs. So I'm wondering if she just 
Yeah. If her life would have been a little bit easier from Probably the get go, so. if she'd had glasses. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. What do you think, Lena? I don't know. You don't know? No. Hmm. I do not know where this stupid thing is. Where did it go? I saw what are you looking it for? not just long ago. I was reading earlier, and it said we're like what time period? Oh, or whatever. Right. You were gonna tell us. Yeah, I can't find it. Um, let's talk about the sign language class. Cece's mom has her go to at the church. Well, I want to talk about the way she behaved because I thought that was really interesting. So this is a class that's supposed to make her life easier, and people keep signing at her. And she's not participating in learning the sign. And she gets really frustrated and kicks her mom. And I think that is such a young child behavior is she's feeling singled out in the first place. So that makes her feel shut down. And then she's frustrated and she feels more shut down. And then mom's really pushing her and she just lashes out. But I don't know. Um, I've been a big proponent ever since having kids of putting them in situations where they're going to be successful. I don't take them places where they're not going to have success. And we have a lot of talk beforehand if we're trying something new of why it is we're doing it, what the expectations are. Yes. Yeah, we do, don't we? Does that help you, Lena? Is that good to have that mindset? It sounds like it would be. I'm not very sure. Hmm. Well, because you don't know any different, I think. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I think that's great. Um, And I don't know that that would have helped in this situation. I just really felt for Cece that that was um, a very difficult spot for her to be in. She's feeling very defensive to start out with in a situation she didn't want to be in. And then lashing out is understandable. She's not an adult. She's a child. Yeah. 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 It'd be Her whole childhood is being different than everybody else. Mm-hmm. And she's had to deal with that her whole life and that would be really hard i think i wrote down a quote that i pulled from the book let me see if i can find it i need to take better notes sometimes what are you doing selfie cartwheels (laughs) cartwheel times okay um cc says on page 46 um she says and being different feels a lot like being alone And that really resonated with me, is that being different feels like being alone. What? On page 46. Tyler, have you ever felt different? All the time. All the time. (laughs) (laughs) No, but that's, I mean, that's something that as a kid and as adult, it's, I I really think this book resonates kind of through the ages that you. I I still feel that way sometimes. Definitely. So (gasps) I I think that's something with kids uh, or adults that like, oh, I'm too old to read comics even like this because yeah. I know I went through that a lot growing up that I felt kind of dorky reading comics where people could see me. Uh, and I know that's too, much different than being deaf or having sure. a disability like that. But it is one of those things you you get a little embarrassed because you're a little bit different than somebody else. Mm-hmm. And I know especially me growing up, I love to read comics, but none of my friends were into that at all. Yeah. So again, this is so different than being deaf or anything like that. But that's what's relatable about this book. It is. is. It is. I'm a little bit different and I feel a little bit weird. But once I learned to kind of embrace that and see that as something cool about me. Um, that, uh, that really, really makes you yeah. feel a lot better. And, uh, and eventually, like, I know all of us grew up in a relatively small towns, especially Tyler. Tyler, yep. yours was even smaller than yes. mine. Um, but finding those people that 
overlap your unique interests is super difficult. And so once you get into maybe a bigger pond at college or a Mm -hmm. bigger town or somewhere like the theater and you start to find those people where your interests and hobbies overlap, it does get a lot easier. Yeah. Even if you've got, or not even, I don't know why I said that. I'm going to move on because I think that. Or or if you have a cool podcast about books that you can listen to. That's right. (laughs) Super cool. Everyone loves it. (laughs) I just, I need to post something on our Facebook page at some point about how to listen to a podcast. They have a lot of people that have no idea. They ask how they, where they can watch it. Yeah, I haven't had that one yet, (laughs) but that's magic. (laughs) I get that one all the time. (laughs) Where can I watch it? They just want to see your beautiful face. (laughs) All right, Lena, is it time for your favorite segment? I'm going to judge mom when crying. You're going to judge me about how often I cry? All right, judge away. Lay it on me. Hmm. Hmm. One to three. One to three? Yeah. One to three times I cried? Tyler, you want to jump on this bandwagon? Can we just, I'm going to do an over. I'm going okay. to say more, more okay. than. More than three. Three. Wow. Lena, for once you got it right. Oh. I only cried once. What part? You guys are going to laugh at me. <laughs> it was not the actual book. It was the thanks at the end. Oh, She has about, was it three pages worth yep. of people to thank. And um, she talks about people that believed in her and her friends that helped. And she talks about what deafness means to her and different things about the um, deaf community and what that means. Um, and that is what got me. Hmm. Interesting. I know. Cause this seems objectively yeah. like something that would really get me going. Yeah, definitely. But it just didn't. Interesting. And I don't know if it's cause I had to slow down and, and look at things. I was going to ask you that. Is that the part that made you cry was the part that you were reading without pictures? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I was like, oh no, I have to slow down. <laughs> I am the best. At what? Well, I guessed it, right? Oh, you Finally. guessed it, right? Yes, this is the it's first time. It's probably because Sophie's not over here. Yeah. Every time Sophie's like over here, she always gets it. Yeah. Like she always gets it more close. <laughs> and I'm always like three off. <laughs> I'm like, how? You guessed mm-hmm. one. Okay. Tyler, do you have other things you want to talk about? Um, well, one of the things that I do on my other podcast, mm-hmm. Film Foil, mm-hmm. is that I like to recommend movies to go along with the movies that we watched for the episode. Oh, okay. So I have some other comics maybe <gasps> you could check out. Awesome. You already stole some of them. Of course. Uh, because you talked about all of Raina Telgemeier's books. They're great. Um, I was going to recommend uh, Smile, Sisters, and Guts, and along with Drama. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am going to recommend the- what about car- Ghosts? Ghosts. I haven't read Ghosts, so I can't recommend that one. That one's good. Okay, I'm going to check that one out. But I would recommend The Cardboard Kingdom by Chad Sell. Okay. Um, It's about a group of kids that uh, like to play in the backyard and they make costumes and play areas all out of cardboard. And the stories kind of turn into this imaginative world of all the characters that they've created. So that one's a lot of fun. Have I ever told you about the uh, raccoon costume I made out of paper bags? You have not. I won't. It's dumb. (laughs) Oh, you (laughs) can't set me up like that. It was literally just me being bored at my dad's alone by myself and finding a bunch of paper bags and making myself a raccoon way older than I should have been. Let's move on. (laughs) You didn't eat trash, though, did you? I don't eat. You don't have to answer that. You don't have to answer that. (laughs) I don't eat real food. I'm not going to eat trash. (laughs) (laughs) So not literal trash, but food that is kind of food that is trashy. Absolutely. (laughs) Broccoli. Nah, man. 
broccoli is good for you. I'm not going to eat that. Yuck. <laughs> and my final recommendation is actually a comic strip, a lot like mm-hmm. Calvin and Hobbes, and that's Cul-de-Sac by Richard Thompson. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a recent uh, comic strip. Um, what even in the is last, that? Yeah, it's a really good strip about this family and especially this kid. I believe she's either in preschool or in kindergarten throughout. And it's a really funny um, kind of look at that age. So mm-hmm. just like it's this one looks strip. at Cece while she's a kid, that's a good look at um, different ages of being a kid yeah. too. So that one's really funny. Cul-de-sac. Cul-de-sac. Lena's asking what a comic strip is. She a doesn't com- know. Oh, do you know? Uh, so in the newspaper, um, Sophie, or did you ask Loni- Lena? Lena did. Lena did. I'm sorry. Um, that That's just basically um, traditionally a four panel comic that you would read in the newspaper that it's basically a setup um, the middle and then a punchline at the end for a comic strip. So they're just, they're broken up in very tiny little episodes essentially rather yep. than a full book. It's like what Calvin and Hobbes is. Mm-hmm. Peanuts. Yeah. Peanuts. We're so old. <laughs> <laughs> it's what you'd find in newspapers. You know what a newspaper is? <laughs> nope. You lie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're a lot shorter than a full book, but yes. a lot of times they're put together to make, make a book. Mm-hmm. Um, Traditionally you, joke based. Yes. Do you know why everyone in this book is a rabbit? I thought that was pretty cool. I don't know the exact answer of that, but I thought it was a great uh, way of showing a creature that can traditionally hear really well. That is exactly why. Because rabbits traditionally have very good hearing. She thought it was um, ironic. Yeah, and I liked I liked that they were all rabbits and not just a variety of animals. Uh, you know, I did too. Mm-hmm. I thought that was nice. I it was less distracting to me yeah. to have them all be rabbits. Yeah, yeah. And and you see that a lot, not only in kids comics but in comics period that using anthropomorphized um, animals as yes. main characters. And it, you see it a lot in adult comics too. Mm-hmm. It's just a a way to kind of give it another layer of either a symbolism like this one, yeah, um, or just to give it a little bit more. I don't even know. Just a little more character to it, I guess. What I would do. What would you do? Is if like I read this like aloud, Mm -hmm. I would make all of them have silly voices because they're rabbits. Oh, sure. You said they'd have rabbit voices. (laughs) The whole time. Yeah. I used to have rabbit and it screamed sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I want to talk about on page seven, young Cece has a book, and it's called The Meanest Squirrel I Ever Met yes. by Jean Zion. Is this a real book? This is a real book. It was published in 1964. Okay, so that might date us a little bit more, too. I think so, us. too. Yep. yep. I think she said it was, like, like 1960s or to 1970. Yeah, that's what we're thinking. Um, so now I kind of want to buy a copy of The Meanest Squirrel yes. I Ever Met and read it, because that yes. sounds delightful. <laughs> Um, Lena, do you have any parting shots? What? Anything else to say? Not really. Not really? I know that I had a lot of other things I wanted to talk about, but I am not firing on all cylinders today. I think we did okay. I think we did okay, too. I'm pretty happy with it. Um, Oh, you know, I want to talk about she wears quite a bit. Um, in the beginning, her swimming suit. Oh yeah, she wears her swimming suit everywhere, and I just loved that really honest yeah. depiction of a four-year-old mm-hmm. because they do that. They have that one outfit that they love, mm-hmm. and they will wear it and wear it and wear it. What did I'm, I wear? You actually didn't like to do that. You changed clothes eight times a day. 
I did so much laundry. You had your Peppa Pig tutu with your name on it. Yep, she would wear that forever. And a winter hat that was also Peppa Pig. You would wear them together. That was Sophie. Sophie likes to mix the seasons. She does. She, she I keeps like it to interesting. wear cowboy boots on the outside of my pants. <laughs> Whoa. That was my cool that thing. That was your cool thing. It's amazing. I had a Tweety Bird shirt. Uh-huh. And I wore that until I fell off my bike and got stitches and got blood all over it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I couldn't wear it anymore. <laughs> but I still have it. <laughs> I know. I got a big hole in it, though. Yeah, that's all right. I'm pretty uh, sure that's from when you fell. <laughs> <laughs> or it's just um, because it's been in the basement um, Another clothing item that Cece wore Was a white undershirt It was a yep. tank top And had a little rose on the front She wore that everywhere She wore that everywhere And I, th- that was something that I remember growing up A lot of girls had those The white tank tops with the little roses oh, on them really? And I wanted one because the roses were really pretty hmm. But I'm I also them. pretty sure She like made her wear it too because So she could show the yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. She used it to keep the um, the phonic ear off of her skin because she said in the summer it was really hot and in the winter it was really cold. Yeah, that's another little nice touch. You know, I mm-hmm. loved all the just the realism yeah, of it. Yeah, definitely. I thought it was great. All those small details that mm-hmm. I wouldn't have thought of. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was really pretty great. Um, do we want to talk about the cover of the book? Oh, yeah. Are, yeah. are we going to judge <laughs> the book by its cover? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's time. Lena, hit us. What do you think? Um, oh, she's thinking really hard. Sophie nope. is umming from the couch. I have to be honest. No. No? You don't like it? Well, I don't think it goes with the book. You guys never no? like the book covers. I like the book covers. They don't like the book covers. <laughs> I don't think it, this one goes with the story. Why not? I think I you know. get all the information you need. Rabbit, hearing aid, superhero. I love Newberry how, Honor Award. I love how the um, <laughs> the cord from the phonic ear makes the title. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Nice and then you've got the hearing aid on the yep. end of it. I hadn't noticed yeah. that before. Yeah, that's a ni- I like nice. I like it. Visual. And the blue is pretty. I do it's like a pretty blue. That's one of my favorite colors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lena, I like it, Lena. So there, <gasps> you guys always hate the covers. Well. <laughs> I really just don't think this one goes with it. Yeah. Okay. I don't understand your stance. Well, let me talk about it. <laughs> well, then talk about it. I will agree. You agree when with I like to read stories, oh, I yeah. like to be able to get some of like the story, like some of the problems, like on the cover. So you want to know what the conflict is? Okay, kind that's of. Fair. On I the want, cover. I want to know what the kind of conflict is instead of just knowing like. The bigs. Yeah, this is definitely a happy cover, isn't it? Arguably, could you see the hearing aid as the conflict? Kind of. Kind of. But like in the story, there is like a lot of like. There's a lot friendship problems. Absolutely. Like, she has a lot of big problems, and I think like we could have added one on there, like something cool to it too. Like I think we could have like, we could have added. Like Martha to the side, mm. like as the sidekick with Cece. Yeah, I think we could have added her. Talk about Martha. Like she was like a pretty, she was kind of a big conflict for like until the end. So I think we could have added her on there too. Mm. 
this whole conversation gives me a lot of anxiety because I do a lot of graphic design, <laughs> including book covers. And it's just giving me this feeling of me turning in something and people going like, actually, I wish we could add this. <laughs> to be fair, it's a 10 year old. I know. That still, still gets yeah, yeah. me. <laughs> We're just judging. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Do you just want to start hiring Lena as a consultant? Bring I, her in and be I like, think so. mm, I don't know. Mm. Oh, she's no, pretty I don't, harsh. I don't, I don't, I don't think one, you need that. I don't need one more uh, designed by committee member on my team. <laughs> <laughs> one more? <laughs> That's uh, implying that you have some. Well, you know, when I get hired to do stuff. Oh, sure, sure. Sure, sure. <laughs> People that want to have a say that have yep. no idea what they're talking about. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Just we, picky. You know, again, we should say we have no qualifications to do any of this. <laughs> We're just a bunch of people with opinions. That's right. <laughs> Lots of self-opinions. Take that as you will. Okay. Um, so the Accelerated Reader Program. If you take part in the Accelerated Reader Program at school, this, this book, book is a five. It is not a five. It is a 100. There, uh, it's a million. It's a grade one million. Yes. That is not a level. It is yes. meant for second graders. But it is awesome. But it's good for everyone. <laughs> and it is worth two points if you take your test. This is five a two point book, points. Which I would, Lena, we, we don't run the accelerated reading program. We can't yes, change we them. Do. <laughs> okay. Yes, we do. Who would we recommend? Fence. Lena. What? Who would we recommend reads this book? Nana. Nana? Nana. Just, just Nana. That's it. Duh. Tyler, any recommendations? I would say anybody that has trouble fitting in yeah. of any kind, even if it's some kind of uh, uh, disability or a health issue, mm -hmm. or if you just have a hard time making friends or feeling confident in yourself. Yes. I think it's good for anybody like that. And like I said earlier on the episode of any age, like you said, yeah. maybe it's meant for second graders, but... As a 32-year-old, I really enjoyed it myself. I did, too. I found a lot to relate to. Yep. And I am 33. There you go. So, you know, in the next Us year, folks know you will not lose that. Good. Goodness, I, know. I can reread it next year. Yeah. Lena, um, fifth graders. Is this good for fifth graders? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. This is on the reading classics list. I don't know if we've talked about what reading classics is before on here. I don't think so. This is something that we do in this general area of the state where... Um, they have third, fourth, third, fourth, and fifth. fifth, and I think it goes up into sixth, and I think maybe even higher. But I in wish our my school, school had this. It sounds fun. Oh my fun. gosh, I would have just I been made thrilled. It to state last year. So what they do is the state has a the state association compiles a list of books for students to read, and the teams of about four read the books, and then they come together and answer comprehension questions about the book as a contest. And Lena's team made it to state. They got third place, Way second go, place. Lena. We got third place at state. Yep. Mm -hmm. So we won our district. And then it was super stupid after that. <laughs> they celebrated first and second, but not third. Yep, we didn't get it recognized as third place. But, you know, that doesn't take away that that's how well we did. I should mention I'm the coach of the third and fourth grade teams. <laughs> I think we should have been right. I bet it almost felt as bad as having your book cover criticized all the time. I don't think so. We should have been. Just kidding. I'm kidding. We should have been able to celebrate because most places it does hey, first, second, and third. We did celebrate. We had a party. 
Still. Still. Bitter much? <laughs> Thank you for being with us. Don't forget to visit your local library and keep reading. Thank you to our producer, Brandon Clark, and our special guest, Tyler Rini. Thanks for having me, girls. It was a delight yes, to have fun. you on. Um, you can find us on social media at Facebook, um, Book Bugs Podcast, Instagram, Book underscore Bugs underscore Podcast, and on Twitter at Book Bugs Podcast. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>